Hi there, and welcome to the Curious Collective podcast, conversations designed for the conscious community to create awareness around holistic practices to live your best life. So tap into the wisdom and knowledge of our guests to extract what you need to transform, heal and live as your true soulful self. Today with us, I am so glad to have Jost Sauer. So hi, how are you? <laughs> I can't introduce you better than you can yourself. So let's get straight into it. And can you please tell us what it is that you do? All right. I'm in Chinese medicine. I'm trained in acupuncture. But before that, I was a social worker, I was a counsellor. So I've been working with people for over 40 years. And before that, obviously, um, I lived in Amsterdam. So I had a, a lot of exposure to a very colourful background and explored all kinds of avenues of life first because I couldn't settle for the mundane life and I explored for, okay, how can I live on the edge? My aim was always, how can I live on the edge? How can I actually explore uh, uh, the intensity that I was that I desire? How can I have that into my life on a daily basis? Because sometimes life doesn't really go according to the expectation of having it intense and gets quite mundane. What I still wanted is that uh, the, uh, intense experience. So I was looking at all different angles, obviously. Initially, that took me to taking some drugs in Amsterdam, but that revealed very quickly that this is not an option for longevity. <laughs> so I stopped that. Um, I went to uni, I studied social work, and um, then I um, explored other avenues of my life in terms of um, um, underground movements and doing empowerment of people in all kinds of underprivileged conditions and situations. I love, I'm a fighter by, by nature, so I love to fight for things. Um, that led me into the, um, uh, uh, unfortunately, led me into the sort of squatter movement back in the 70s, in the, in the mid 70s, late 70s, Amsterdam, was the battlefield. And uh, it was hardcore battlefield between um, cops, army style uh, police and a militant uh, um, rebels. And I was over the militant rebel, obviously. So I learned a lot of war tactics via, uh, <laughs> via underground ways how to how to how to fight with um, with with the constellation of formations of cops moving towards you, marching towards you with big shields and big helmets and water throwers and gas bombs. And we don't have that militant training, so we had to find a way how to group ourselves all the time in order to find new ways how to get in. It was very very entertaining in the regards that we discovered actually new ways how to deal with this and having actually some kind of power of, of, the, of the institutions. But that became obviously as a result of that, it became more suppressing. So I had to get out and um, I was still studying social work and, uh, and then I had an opportunity to leave the country. That was in 1981 and um, that was Australia. So I came to Australia, no idea what I'm doing here, but I had the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, turned up at the um, customs and then um, um, or I then lived in all different parts of Australia or hitchhiking around for a while. And then I got immediately a job offered um, uh, because I'm a ski instructor in Germany. I grew up in snow. I was, I was in the national racing team. So I was very versatile with ski. And um, so that got me into becoming a ski instructor in Threadball. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> 1981 which was like the party headquarter of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> the advertising slogan of uh, Threadball in 1981 was dot, 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 and when do you sleep? Question mark. Uh, <laughs> it attracted people from all different walks of life with one intent, ski all day, party all night. Mm -hmm. so, um, so I worked as a ski instructor during the day and at night time, a party with everyone so that took me to four in the morning and then you just had two hours sleep and then you go back on the slope and oh teach. my goodness you see you were getting used to the australian culture <laughs> it was amazing and then every night and they were in the pubs they had all these bands like midnight oil australian crawl culture oh, fun yeah and i thought my god those local bands are awesome <laughs> <laughs> till i found out it was obviously australia why I didn't know that Threadboy is this incredible place for for party. Um, and then anyway, by the end of the season, obviously I was completely burned out because I probably had in this four months of the ski season probably the amount of sleep you could do in, in one week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but everyone did it. And you, because, as you know, when you're active 
and you ski, you're high, and you feel good, you actually don't notice that you're sleep deprived. Yeah. It, it's quite amazing. And plus, you're young, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it was your 20, body eventually tells you. Yeah. 23 years, though, you don't give in to limitations. They don't exist yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that got me then into um, after the ski season, I then got a job for the for back to social work and I worked for the CYSS, the Community Youth Support Scheme. Mm-hmm. And I became their project officer and I worked in Sydney and I worked in, uh, in, in Oxford for a while. So I had a lot. And then I worked with all these underground situations because there was a lot of drug, work, drug use, drug work, corruption and all kind of stuff. And then um, our social workers trying to sort of mediate between, between the crimps and the police. <laughs> it, was a very, it suited me very well. Yes, from your past experience. It, is, it suited me so well because it was not ordinary. You know, I, I saw so much corruption and I saw so much um, crime. And it was like, oh, this is like, but I was on the right side of the law. So I was safe in that regard. Intensity yeah. that what I wanted. But then it, um, it became more and more disillusional in the sense of like, I was not actually achieving anything. Mm. And um, so after about eight years working in, the, in, 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 in social work, I decided I need something else. And in mid eighties, I already started into um, my work with martial arts. So I started in 85, I actually met my, uh, my martial art teachers and uh, got into Kung Fu. And Kung Fu got me into Chinese medicine. And then by the late eighties, I went back to uni and uh, did my science degree and uh, I majored in Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I implemented martial art with Chinese medicine in order to try to find a modality that can enrich people's life in terms of their intensity to life. How can you experience your life on a more intense level? And uh, so obviously that took me to the term qi, yeah, which is obviously, we, we're talking um, like late 80s, no one heard of qi by then. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was a new thing, and um, but the Kung Fu is all about Qi. And then the Chinese medicine introduced me to it in a structured form. And then I was working with it in order, and that meant I was attracting, once again, very intense people. Yeah. Um, uh, people who just didn't like to live the ordinary life uh, and who burned out. Mm. Could have been like a stock market, high-level lawyers, um, uh, drug runners, gun runners, um, people, special uh, people from the army, would just have done incredible, crazy jobs with, with, with uh, securing bomb situations or, and or going against the Taliban or whatever. And so, the intensity was something that had pretty much the common notion with all the people. They were not drawn to the ordinary. Mm. That they were looking for the non-ordinary. <clears throat> but the non-ordinary, the problem is that it can burn you out very quickly. Yeah. Yes. The living a non-ordinary life can very quickly burn you out because you're not following, you don't respect the laws that our body is subject to. You don't respect the laws that holds everything in its place and makes you sustains yourself. Mm. You just ignore a lot of things because the intensity of that situation you engage with takes over in terms of like what engagement, you know. So it just you forget. A lot of things so you go without sleep or you sleep less or you do you don't eat correctly or um you just um like you you forget a lot of things because the adrenal uh takes over yeah and that means you're using up a lot of fuel yeah, which completely depletes your body yes so which is in Chinese medicine we call jing mm-hmm. which is uh it's it's a fuel that is given to us at birth and it's a quantity that you need to secure because it accelerates aging if you speed up too quick. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yes. And obviously, if you if you live a boring life, um, you don't using much of that gene. But if you go into adrenal and uh, a dangerous situation where you where you, where you don't feel mundane, you feel non-ordinary, mm-hmm. but you may use up or consume a lot of that fuel. Yeah. And um, uh, so... So that means you actually are, you may be able to do this non not ordinary life for maybe say 20 years and you suddenly can't do it anymore mm-hmm. and then you have to retire and then the gene is missing and then suddenly life becomes boring mm-hmm. and then you get trapped in that in the in the, the good old days. 
Yeah, or looking for the next thrill or the next excitement or something externally to yourself. Yes, you're looking for something. And obviously, because you mean, because the, uh, the intensity that you were exposed to was a, a meaningful exposure in your life, you, it was necessary for you yeah. to function effectively. You know, this is obviously, you've got to be aware, like people will, will seek the non-ordinary, can't function effectively in the ordinary. Mm. Mm. <laughs> for example, I, I, I've treated a lot of um, jockeys of, for racehorses, like Melbourne Cup people. Um, they're not ordinary people. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be aware, like, uh, the horses that they manage are one of the most intense animals on the planet. Mm. The intent of the horse is to win. Yeah. It will not have anything else in their, in their, in their mind. It's just got to win. And it is very strong by nature. So now you're sitting at the beginning of the race. You've got... 15 or 20 other horses beside you. With oh, a, wow. I've never thought of that. Exact same intent. I want to win. Yeah. You know, obviously that horse will not stop mm. because the intent to win is, 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 is leading, is superior. Mm. So the jockey needs to navigate that. So the horse is dependent on the, on the jockey. So the horse provides this incredible physical power. The jockey hasn't got the physical power but provides the incredible mental power. Yeah. So it's, it's a perfect match of, of yin and yang. And, uh, but the, the problem is at the beginning of, this, of the race, at the start, those 15 minutes is so intense. Oh. Ordinary people would die of a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually thought about the energy of all those horses and riders together. That is actually quite full on. Yeah, it's just super. It's just it's all, all shit, it's a fan. It's just got, it's just, there's nothing ordinary in that moment. So obviously what happens in that moment, you know, you've got to really stay calm. And a lot of the jockeys have the ability to actually go calm in that moment because yeah. they're designed for it. But then after the race, Tuesday afternoon, 3.30, they have to go to the shopping centre and do grocery. And they can't handle that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then they flip. Yeah, so obviously living an ordinary life is difficult for them. Yeah, and obviously they're looking at, at means how to cope with that. Some of them do drugs and whatever, or drink lots, or do other stuff, behavior patterns in order to control this intense, this mundane experience that is just not, they can't, they can't cope with that. <clears throat> so if you take them to a counselor and they're looking at, okay, you've got to integrate you back into society and we just, you've got to accept an ordinary life. They no go, thanks. I'm out of here. See mm. <laughs> And so obviously it's like expecting a racehorse not to race and tell the racehorse, look, just become a donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a great analogy. Yeah, it just will not work. You know, the, the racehorse has got to race, the donkey got to do other things, but the racehorse will never become a donkey. Yeah. Uh, um, so obviously that's why a jockey would never do a desk job, would not work. Yeah. Like they will never become a desk jockey. No, they'd go batty. <laughs> they would go nuts. Yeah. That'd be the worst boss ever. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your advice for people like that? Like, where do they turn? What's their first step? This is why I love Chinese medicine. Mm. Yeah, because Chinese medicine is always always contextual. It's always in relationship to. If you are a non ordinary person, you need to live as an accord with the rules of the non ordinary. Yeah. So Chinese medicine will never force you into the ordinary. You know, if you are a racehorse, you race. If you're a crocodile, you go into the water and you do death rolls. Yeah. If you're a tiger, you go up and, 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 and chase whatever animals. But you never go into the zoo. The tiger doesn't go into the water. The crocodile doesn't go into, into, into the jungle. Yeah. yeah. And so on. So, so obviously, respect your nature is the holy mantra in Chinese medicine. And first of all, identify your nature. And um, that means, but if you're drawn to non-ordinary situation, that means you already got one giveaway, and that is you love the non-ordinary. That means that means accordingly you need to live. And number one is, if you live non-ordinary, you got the tendency to overuse your your energy. Yeah, yeah. So you talked about yin and yang before. Is that the energies? Uh, yin and yang. Um, okay, that's the polarity of life. So you got day, night hot, cold, wet, dry, mm. 
and so on, female, male. So uh, the whole physical life is made out of this duality and that relationship between the two. So we can't have hot without cold. We can't have wet without dry. So if you take one, one value out, if you take dry, if you just say, we would say, okay, we're going to eradicate dry, physical would, co would collapse. Yeah. It's plus and minus. The electric circuit is a field between plus and minus. So, uh, so if, that's the electricity, it's plus and minus. So yin and yang is basically electricity. Yeah. So that means uh, some people are more on, on, the, on the yang side. Yang is uh, action, instant doing, impulsive, uh, destructive, uh, uh, aggressive, loud, assertive, instant engaged. Yin is reserved, controlled, is things before they act. Flow. Yang person acts and thinks later. <laughs> and so we want to aim to have that beautiful balance between the two? Yes. So if you are drawn to the non-ordinary, you are pretty much a yang type. Mm -hmm. If you love the ordinary, that means you're more like a yin type. Yeah. So a yang type is the person who loves um, going for the edge of life. Jumping off the buildings and... They go for the edge. So if, if there's anything that's risky, yeah, yeah, that's, that sounds good. Mm. If there's a new person in the room, hey, how are you going? Yeah. If there's someone they're attractive, hey, I want to get engaged. I think I'm a bit of a yang person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to be a bit more yin. Yeah, yeah, just to understand that yin and yang um, are need each other. So if you are yang type, that means we need to train the yin because the yang comes natural. Mm. In martial art, uh, you focus on, on developing your strengthening and training your weakness. You don't, you don't focus on your strengths because yeah. your strengths comes up automatically. Your strengths is your application, but it's not your, your, prime, your prime training. Your prime training is your weakness. So you constantly just work on your weakness. So the yang type needs to work on the yin. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because the yang is, that's the expenditure of the energy. That's you. But that in order to generate the energy for that, what yang is expanding, that comes from yin. Mm. Yin is fuel. Yang is the Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've got, you got a Lamborghini in, in the garage and there's no petrol, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a damn shame. <laughs> so, so just putting petrol in changes the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. Simple it is. And um, a yang type or people who are drawn to the non-ordinary always run out of fuel. Mm -hmm. And without knowing it, because obviously, like the racehorse is yang. It will race till it dies. Like yeah. Unfortunately, the desert races in Arabia, they race until they crash. And oh, then they that's horrible. Oh, yeah. They understand the race. Like a Stafford dog, a lot of the Yang dogs uh, keep going till they collapse. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, that's the Yang. That's the nature of the Yang. <clears throat> so so uh, the Yang type or the non-ordinary person needs to always have a reference point to Yin. Mm -hmm. That's where lifestyle is coming into Mm, like the food and the yeah that's where movement know how to live mm. one thing um what i do with my work is people say i was born into this world but i didn't have a manual yeah yeah when you go to ikea and you buy your furniture it comes with an instruction how to come how to set it up most people don't read it obviously <laughs> that'll i'll get to that if i need it the hard way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the instruction manual is the thing that we understand for life. But for some reason, to our own personal life, we don't have an instruction manual. Mm. School doesn't teach us about yin and yang. Oh, wouldn't that be great if they did? No, they don't. That's the problem. They don't tell you. Um, they don't give you measurements to address what is who is non-ordinary, who is ordinary. Yeah. It's all one size fit all. And it's all about getting the profession, getting that job, go to university, go to college, whatever. Yeah. And later, when you have a midlife crisis, okay, go to see a psychologist and take this medication. 
Yeah, that's pretty much like how society functions. Getting uh, worse and worse too. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, that's why we need to have a, a, a model into our life, a health model that identifies, first of all, what is your nature? Yeah. And then, and then live according to your nature. You can't live not in accord with your nature. That will destroy you. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, when I, I work with a lot of um, people from army, army personnel who were retired after several tours in either Iraq or Afghanistan, they're all were drawn to the non-ordinary. Mm. They all enjoyed the, the uncertainties and going into battle, going into, against the Taliban. In that moment, everything is just slowing down to a point where it's actually, uh, it's actually acceptable of, of, to perceive them who they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very fine in that moment. But when they retire, or when they get retired, because yeah. that's obviously most of them will get to retire. Then obviously it's an issue because suddenly, okay, who am I and how am I going to deal with all this? You know, that's obviously where the whole situation is coming into. So Chinese medicine would immediately give the instruction manual in place. Okay, if you're drawn to to face the Taliban, whether with an Apache helicopter, that means you are Yang type. That means you got to look after your Yin. This is the few assumptions for your body. So you obviously have the ability to go into extreme situations and you have full alertness available where other people would get a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, like the jockey. Yeah. Yeah. In that moment you become fully, <clears throat> fully centered and you become uh, a very calm and it's normal for you to be in that situation and you can see what to do. You've got the overview of the situation. And um, so that means you're consuming a lot of, a lot of energy. Mm. Yeah. So um, this, when you finish the, uh, 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 the job, just going home and then have some food is not enough. Mm. This is where the problem starts because as a yang type or as a non-ordinary person, you, you consume more energy than a non-ordinary person. And you're more prone to, to uh, a bodily collapse later in life than, than an ordinary person. Yeah, yeah, makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, the non-ordinary person will always they suddenly crash, yeah, boom, and then um, obviously gets into the good old days trap. Yeah. Um, that's because it never has been understood that when you go for your nature, you go yang. Mm -hmm. You need to replenish your yin. Yes. For example, a racehorse by law is required to be looked after by acupuncturists, certain supplements. Mm -hmm. Like racehorses are well looked after by all kinds of holistic modalities. Yeah. When a racehorse retires, it needs to be taken to a, to a race farm, racehorse farm of retired racehorses where retired jockeys race the racehorse every morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a racehorse needs to be up early at 4 a.m. and needs to race between 4 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock. <clears throat> then they give them a um, supplements, they give them acupuncture, mm. uh, uh, and then they give them all kind of uh, support in order to bring the yin back in again. Yeah. For example, as a Formula One racing car driver, you understand that the car, the Formula One car, um, worth several million dollars, probably 10 or 15 million dollars, and accelerates incredible times, is just mm. so much power and braking power. But after each race, it needs to be serviced. Yeah. Yeah. That service is not like an ordinary mechanic and makes a bit of, okay, spark plug change, a bit of oil change. Yeah. No. <laughs> Complete overhaul. Total. Computers, experts, everything, da-da-da, like that. Look at every possibility to bring the car back on scratch. So when um, a, 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 when an Apache helicopter flyer flies against the Taliban, obviously they're using up so much yang like a racing car driver. So when they go home, all what they get is just put some food in your belly and maybe watch some telly. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's not enough. No. Yeah. And that's like, that's like giving a race car an oil change rather than a proper service. Yeah, makes sense. I love your analogies because it puts it into complete context. So now that means you've got to really look at all different factors that brings that person back into shape. You know, And obviously, if you are a non-ordinary person, it means you are drawn to non-ordinary situations which by nature require more energy than an ordinary situation. So you're using up more. 
you're drawn to business that's more intense yeah you're drawn to real estate business rather than uh uh, work for Woolworth, the checkout operator. Yeah. If you did go and work at Woolworths or the checkout, you'd go batty. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be able. You would be working on how to how to buy the place. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's obviously where everything changes. So that means it needs to um, um, when if you live ordinary. Um, that's then you need ordinary measurements. If you're a non-ordinary person, you need non-ordinary maintenance. Yeah. Simple it is. Makes that, sense. And that's not addressed in the Western world. And that's why we got such a problem. Mm. Because like it's it's not understood yet. It's getting sort of slowly into, but it's still far gone. And um, the fact is, why in, why reinvent the wheel when it's already it's already there. Yeah, exactly. That's why we've got people like you out there spreading the word, spreading the letting word. people know. Because it's 5,000 years in the making. Chinese medicine is 5,000 years in the making. So for 5,000 years, Chinese medicine has observed human nature yeah. and has observed the constellations of the stars, which are called cosmic nature, mm-hmm. and has observed animal kingdom, and the nature of the animals and has observed the plant kingdom, the nature of, of herbal formulas. Yeah. So they put it all together. So they looked at the star constellation, they realized that the stars impact on us. Mm-hmm. If you're a Scorpio, you're different to if you're Aquarian. Yeah. If you're Leo, you're different to if you're Gemini. And uh, as a counselor, I noted that very quickly. If you put a Leo and a Gemini into a relationship, it never works. <laughs> <laughs> if you put a Scorpio together with an Aquarian, very difficult. Mm. But if you put a Scorpio together, always works. Yeah, yeah. And um, so obviously, so that's not an acquired behavior. That's not something that you were trying to do. It's, it's like nature. by chance, it's just like it's cosmic constellation. That's cosmic nature. Mm-hmm. So every constellation knows that the stars have impact on us. Very the of the uh, 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 how the moon acts on the water yeah. yeah yeah like when you go surfing you obviously observe where the moon is it doesn't you know when the surf's up and it's low so uh, uh, so a lot of things are impacted by that so cosmic constellations are obvious but then the more you research it the more fascinating and intricate it gets oh it's so fascinating to the point where they worked out Obviously, everything's based, based on a cycle of the 12. Mm-hmm. The cosmic influence is always based on a cycle of 12. So it's 12 months, uh, 12 hours in the day by two. Uh, um, then there's 12 organs in your system. There's 12 planets in the, in the solar systems, etc. There's 12 galaxies. And the whole thing just moves on. Mm-hmm. 12 zodiacs. But then it goes into 12 years in Chinese medicine also. Mm-hmm. So that means you've got... Uh, 12 months in the year, but then you got the cycle over 12 years also. So everything is based on these 12. Uh, and then because everything is yin and yang, so the 12 is actually two. So that means two hours for each of the 12. Yeah. So that means it's 24 hours, but it's in fact 12. 12 organs over 24 hours because yin yang. And um, so everything is under subject of the constellations of this cosmic influence. So that means what you do at 5 a.m. is different to what, well, if you do the same, same thing at 5 p.m., it's a different experience. Yeah. Like if you go to a nightclub at 9 a.m. in the morning, it's different to if you would do, go to the nightclub at 9 p.m. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 say you're not doing drugs, whatever. You say you're completely sober. You go to the nightclub at 9 p.m., it puts you into into a zone. It makes you moody. You want to say, "Hey, this is awesome. This is the groove." If you go nine a.m. in the nightclub, it feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. So if you would do a um, a, a business meeting at nine p.m., it would oh, feel oh yeah tragic. <laughs> yeah, and so on. So obviously, there's 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 a, there's an influence. Yeah, and that influence is what Chinese medicine has observed, and that's the cosmic influence. Mm-hmm. So they understood that. Us humans need to be put in context to the influences around us. They call that the environment that we are subject to. So the influence of this environment now is that impacts on us how we sustain ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
you know so the more um the more we are in sync with the influences the better yeah so that means 5 a.m is a very special time um uh, that's why the army would resonate with the chi cycle very well because it's all about getting up early yeah yeah 4 30 getting up at 4 30 get up at 4 a.m why is that because the energy is in the lung and large intestine and that's access you have access to the most clarity mm. and understanding of who you are and the and the most potential to change your your behavior from from weak to strong from uh, uh from from scattered to focused from angry to calm to from depressed to be fully full alert yeah wow and because these uh, large intestine lung constellation is actually the ability to let go of the old that means formation that doesn't suit us when you go into 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 situation of danger you immediately assess what is irrelevant information and what is correct yeah, yeah that, quite quickly yes very quickly and that is regulated by in chinese medicine via large intestine and lung function yeah wow and um, so all martial artists understand that when you go into a combat situation when you're going to sparring what information is of relevance what is not yeah, because you don't want to use energy on irrelevant information yeah yeah actually your focus so if there's a thought coming in about do i have enough printing paper in my printer <laughs> yeah so if you would now start thinking about it bang you get you get kicked yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to be fully focused yeah but in order to have the ability to be fully focused we need to be also be uh, able to control that and that's the lung and large intestine connection which is why all army always trains the soldiers early in the morning yeah. because uh, unknowingly to them they're utilizing this function because the cosmic influence is that our lung is impacted at 3 a.m and at 5 a.m it impacts on the large intestine mm -hmm. so uh this uh cosmic influence is a flow of energy through it through this cycle of the 12 12 sequence of the 12 organs so everything flows mm. as you know exactly from your own training perspective and anyone was deal with uh, with intense situation if it flows it always goes yes oh i love that if it flows it goes yeah and so you need to get the flow if it's stagnant it doesn't go yeah like a pond water with the stagnant yes know. and flow is that means everything is subject to flow so when you when you go to the surf in the mornings you try to get the wave the, how the wave flows you can't on flow you can't go to the wave and say all right i'm going to jump after the after <laughs> the, <laughs> you know it will not work you, you're missing the flow yeah and it's very frustrating and then you pedal very hard and you will not achieve the same outcome if you would go with the flow and jump on top of the wave with the flow that's the same thing so the the body our human body that flow is moving through our body and that flows has a starting point obviously it's a circuit but it's a starting point and the starting point is at 3 a.m mm -hmm. so that's when it enters the lung meridian and then from a lung meridian moves to the large intestine meridian from a large intestine meridian it moves to the stomach meridian from the stomach it moves to the spleen to the heart small intestine bladder precarium liver gallbladder and then comes back to the lung so we got wow. so that flow goes through the whole circuit through the through the 24 hours yeah wow if you capture that flow what it means is you have the ability to go with the momentum of the universe but you also have you also will look after your yin and your yang mm. so that means you automatically have a relationship to yin. You know what to do to build your yin. You, you, you nourish your yin, you cultivate yin. What it means is um, while you drive the car, you also put petrol in. Yes, yeah. Oh, your analogies are the best. <laughs> it means that's, what, that's basically what it means. Yeah. You're going hard yang, you're going into non-ordinary, but you're filling in petrol at the same time. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so that's the key element. and. Uh, so the next thing is that in Chinese medicine, uh, the idea is to identify your nature. 
so that in order to identify who you are, um, they observed the animals. Why did they observe the animals? Because they understood that animals don't have choice. A crocodile, born a crocodile, will do the death roll regardless of how much training it does. But a human being can't do death roll. So human beings have choice. You know, they can do whatever, and but they have to train. Mm. A tiger doesn't need to go to the gym. It's got the muscle constellation and, and the ability to move in a fashion that every martial artist would dream of. Yeah. Without having once gone to a dojo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, but then animal would never do the wrong choice. That animal would never decide not to exercise, would never suddenly just eat all day, or only zoo animals do that. Yeah. Um, well, in the wild, never. Uh, uh, so the animal will always know what to do. The dog always wants to run. Mm. Uh, so and so, so they understood that the human beings have choice. Yeah, they can be lazy. They can actually sit there and uh, don't do anything, and uh, and they can ignore the the instinct and the signs that their body's giving them. Yeah. So we can ignore. So intuitively, we know what to do, but we ignore. Yeah. And so therefore, uh, they looked at the animal as truth. The tiger is truth. The, the, the horse represents the truth. The crocodile represents the truth. Mm-hmm. So now they were looking at all those factors and put them together. And that became the basis for Gong Fu. Kung Fu. That became the basis for breathing techniques. That became the basis for meditation. That became the basis for understanding what is a healthy posture. Because when you look at a cat, it's a healthy posture. Yeah. You look at a tiger, it's a perfect posture. When you look at a gorilla, perfect posture. Yeah. Yeah. And a perfect posture, every martial artist just can't do anything against a gorilla because of that posture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like they've got this incredible ability to work with gravity, with the forces around us. Yeah. And so now they actually looked at that and developed. Uh, a movement model based on the nature of each of the animals. Mm-hmm. But now we, you get addressed, okay, what type are you? Are you are you tending more to be the tiger? Are you tending more to be the crocodile? Because you can't say who's stronger, who's better, crocodile. Yeah, yeah. they're all strong in their own ways. Yeah, it depends on the situation. Yeah. The death row situation of a crocodile or the acceleration of a crocodile is phenomenal. Mm. Then you know when, but then the attack of a tiger is phenomenal, mm. and um, so obviously that means uh, every human being has got a different nature, and uh, we need to identify what nature we are, and um, um, and that's what that's what the Chinese masters did. They put it all together and they created a form from that: the mm. kung form, the tai chi form, the qigong form. All these forms are based started initially as the animal forms. And then I put it in context to human nature, and I call it the L5 elements of earth, metal, water, wood, and uh, fire. And um, so now you've got individual aspects of addressing who you are as a person. And that became more and more and more model. So that means in Chinese medicine, I address you who you are as a person, and then I find the right modality for you in order for you to train correctly. Because it's not one size fit all. Yeah, exactly. Like so, you can't train the crocodile to climb up a tree. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to be disastrous. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a waste of resources. Yeah. It's a resource. Your strength is your resource, mm-hmm. and um, so that means you've got to identify your, your strengths, your resource. Then you need to identify how to re- recover your resource. Animals know how to recover. Mm-hmm. Humans don't. Do it. So, what to eat, how to eat, what, how to stop afterwards. They understand how to sink in, to transcend. An animal always understands how to transcend. Mm-hmm. When you look at a horse sitting on the paddock, it just meditates. Mm. I love look, horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They understand how to meditate. When you look at a gorilla, you just, they don't get bored. No, no animals don't get bored. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> They meditate or they do something that suits their nature. Yeah. yeah. And in that moment, they always bring them back to their nature. So they never will get trapped in mundane 
acquired worlds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Themselves. Yeah. And so obviously that's now the model. Um, when what what we need to understand that as a human we need to apply all that. Yeah. Then the next thing is obviously everyone has got a different digestive constitutional pattern and uh, requirements. That that means one person has got the digestive tract of a tiger, the other person the digestive tract of a lion and or a, a fish. <laughs> a fish. <laughs> that means everyone needs to eat differently. Yeah. And so now we're going to look at what that all means. And now we're going to look at different uh, uh, yin and yang configuration for each of the person. Yeah. So someone who is more uh, uh, like a wood type, that means that would be more like a, like a monkey in terms of that digestion. Obviously, they need to work more with foods that suit something like the phlegmy banana. If they are like a horse, a flimmy banana won't work. Yeah, interesting. So people could be out there eating completely the wrong thing totally. for their whole nature. Yeah. So how did we develop that? Obviously, if you go on internet and research what diet is the best, you're going to get confused within 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, there's too much out there. So that's why we need to develop the intuitive understanding. Yeah. And that intuitive understanding comes from living the cycle. Cycle. If you get up at three, four, five, in order to be part of that lung, large intestine, you're letting go of, of, of information that doesn't suit you. Instead, new information comes in. Then, when it comes about seven, between seven and nine, you work with stomach energy. That means you find a way of having a certain foods, but you will understand what to eat. Yeah. So you, uh, we get guided by the force that moves through us. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because the the animal never learned it. Mm, they just know it. Yes. Yeah. Like, for example, like uh, turtles, when they are born uh, and the mother goes away because obviously the eggs hatch and then the turtle, the little baby turtles, they know exactly where, where the ocean is. Yeah. They, yeah. They crawl straight toward it. They, they will find. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And all the birds obviously also know when they hatch. It's just mm. one knows, but where, how do they know? How does, the, how does the bird know how to fly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously sometimes they have to be kicked out of the nest, but then they suddenly discover it. Mm. They don't have to go to flying school. No. Not have to pass an exam. And, um, and how come a horse knows how to race? How come, an, I mean, it's, it's on four legs and it goes so fast. How does it do it? Yeah. And the animal so, kingdom is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's full with, it gives, it's full with giveaways. Mm. about what to live yeah but it's all aligning with the forces because the horse will never get confused one morning and say hmm maybe i should be a crocodile <laughs> or maybe i should be a parrot yeah. that would be hilarious <laughs> there's no gender confusion there's no identity confusion there's yeah. no, no crisis and now we're experiencing so much crisis mm -hmm. we remove so away from the center of who we are yeah knows who they are anymore we need to do the great remembering <laughs> yeah and that obviously comes from um from uh getting intuitive about your understanding yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, uh so that means getting guarded from the force within yes oh i just got gooseies Ooh, that's good <laughs> because gravity is a force gravity is never confused it's not like one day hang on do I go from up to below or do I go sideways? Or maybe, do I need to have a day off? Yeah. Gravity is always the same. We can totally rely on it. Yeah. Everything around us is always totally reliable because it's not moving. Yeah, everything is stable because of, of forces. So the G cycle lifestyle introduces people to the force. So that means instead of you decide how to live, you follow the force and the force tells you how to live. Yeah, it's like rediscovering your innate power. The force, because if the force moves through you, you will generate power. Mm. That's the key of, of the chi cycle lifestyle, to utilize force to generate power mm. instead of to, to, to use up your power. Yeah. And that's obviously what, as a non-ordinary person, 
you're drawn, you're drawn to power. Yeah. But you easily use up your power. Yeah, without even knowing it. <laughs> without knowing it. Whereas if you align with forces, you always generate your power from force. Mm. Because once you jump out of the play, there's power available to you. Whereas, yeah, you don't have to work to hit the ground. You will hit the ground. Yeah, so exactly. I think even I'm, I have always been one of those people that's like, go, 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 start this business, do this thing, you know, lots of things happening at once. And then I don't realize that my body's like that. I'm doing too much or too much yang. And then I just get something like shingles happen on my body. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm doing too much. I'm not got enough balance. My chi was not flowing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, about, it's about aligning to the force so the force can always replenish you. That's the yeah. key. Yeah. So whatever you do, you expand a lot of energy, but you always return to the cultivation of yeah. return to having more energy. I love that. That's the key. And that always we need to understand that aligning, that's a chi cycle lifestyle. That's what I've developed of all those years, having worked with extreme situations from all different walks of life, with all kinds of people from all different walks of life, yeah. and have seen how they depleted themselves on every level, from a lawyer to, to, to a salesperson, to a bank robber, to a drug dealer, whatever, you know, to an army personnel, to, to an to a, a Apache helicopter flyer. Yeah. So it's, it's um, all of them one thing in common that they have depleted their resources. Yeah. So if people, if there's li people listening now that want to find out more about the chi cycle and the work that you do, what advice have you got for them? Yeah, obviously, first of all, um, uh, go onto my website. Yeah, we'll pop that. We'll pop that in all the text of wherever this is posted. You got to come on my website and um, fill up the newsletter because uh, I, I, all the information about this, I give. I always do newsletters on that. Um, obviously, the next thing is I've got five books written about this all, and the latest book, the Chi Health Cycle, is uh, is goes into the depths of how to align with those four cosmic forces, the natural forces, the vegetable forces, the animal forces. How to align with all that? Ah, oh, awesome! In order to have your source of power. In I love that. Because in, in the chi cycle, my motto is always, you are not meant to do this on your own. Mm. Oh, yes. I always say stronger together. Yeah. Always do it with, always do it with the force. Yeah. And um, so that, so when in martial art, we're learning how to do it with the force, not on our own. Yeah. Yeah. When we shape up, when we go in the fighting, bang, you know, where the power comes from is obviously yeah. that force. And uh, so I, so when a, when, when a punch is well executed and the person flies 10 meter, I can't say, oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a force. Yeah. When I do bench press, uh, 90 kilo bench press. Yeah, that's me. But the force generated in a, uh, in, in a punch in martial art, that's like, that's, that's non-ordinary. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, it's, uh, that doesn't come from you. That's a force moving through you. Yeah. Uh, and so we can see what it means if you align to the force because it's not an ordinary power we're dealing here with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone wants a bit more of that. Yeah, just like in a natural way. Yes. And that's what I I translated that into the chi cycle lifestyle. So we are so we are exposed to that force. So that we are when you follow the chi cycle, you always you always uh, generate your energy derived from the force. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So you can work very hard. The idea is to work very hard, but it, uh, you go into non-ordinary situations on a regular basis, but you replenish yourself every day. Yeah. So every day, by the end of the day, you had an awesome day, but you're fully replenished. Yeah. And you sleep very sound and very deep, and you go in a deep state of sleep, you be, uh, deep state of, state of sleep, and where you just in six, seven hours, you recuperate. Mm. That you wouldn't get in a 12-hour sleep. Yeah, yeah. System is so in tune that you, that you um, that you get maximum benefits from a say seven hours sleep. Yeah, I, I it feels really good. The way that you're speaking about it, when I think into it, I'm like, oh, that feels so good <laughs> to yeah. wake up so replenished, ready for the next day because you're so in sync with that. 
and then you're just ready to tackle it again. Mm. And whatever issues have come throughout the day, in the morning, you give it to the large intestine lung uh, constellation, means, okay, what information is of, of, of validity? What information is irrelevant? Which information is outdated? And you let go of the old. So you're not getting trapped in the in the pattern that nine ninety percent of yesterday thoughts are today thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Where it's actually um, it's only ten percent of yesterday thoughts. Ninety percent is all new. Yeah. And um, that means you actually you have a different, totally different experience of life. So it, it never will it will never take you to the good old days tra a trap. Mm. Because you're, you're thinking about creating a new and a fresh. Yeah, there's always like the good new day. Mm. Yeah. So, like, this has got to be a good new day, a new good day. Mm. Um, so that's going to be, obviously, we always know that so you can rely on it because uh, uh, those forces that move through us are, are infinite. Yes. Exhaust gravity. It doesn't matter how many people jump out of planes, you will not exhaust gravity. Mm. So it's, of course, it's always available. So if we align with it every morning, we know exactly if you follow the chi cycle and we live correctly as aligned with it, the forces will always generate power. Mm. Oh, yes. I'm totally buying your book and having a read of it. This sounds amazing to me. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and, well, just only a smidgen of your knowledge and wisdom with us today, but I'm sure that the listeners will have a lot to take away from this. Um, thank you so much. Any parting words before we say our goodbyes? Yeah, it's for the parting word I was like, what I like to say is um, if you lift the chi cycle, you look, you look after your internal organ system, you look after yin and yang. Then when you experience a challenge or a problem, it doesn't feel overwhelming. Mm. It's like, okay, it's an obstacle, but I have the power. Yeah. So if we aren't aligned with the forces, with the chi cycle, what, what happens and we are on our own, then problems can easily become overwhelming. Makes sense completely. And that's what we see now because everyone's life is so disconnected from the force, from the inner cycle, from the cosmic influence, the body influence, the animal influence. Everyone's so removed from it mm -hmm. that everyone, the challenges we're dealing with right now are simply overwhelming for most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it everywhere. And I guess as well for yourself, and, and I feel it, most days too is the more in sync you become with yourself the more you see around you like what isn't yeah that, you know so yeah it sort of fuels you to keep it going yeah you get it yeah that's that's the the, the idea is we, we live in intense times but but intense times always bring great rewards if you yeah if you have the power to continue 100 <laughs> percent. now oh, thank you so much yours for all of that you've shared with us today and um, I look forward to chatting with you again. Yes, yes, of course, certainly. Bye. Bye.